Sunday edition of Hashtag Football Friday, Ooh. baby, on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, <laughs> along with Miss Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80. That's S I D K I D A zero. That's S I D K I D A zero. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. And you can download the Sports Zone Chicago app by simply going to the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure you search for Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, download the Sports Zone Chicago app. And you can watch us live every Monday and Friday right here on Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook and Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. That's from 12 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's Second City Sports every Monday and Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Standard Time. You can watch us on Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. You, you want to comment on, on any of the topics we talk about during the show, you can do so. Just once again, uh, Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your comments in the comment section. We'll get them up, up on the air for you if you decide to do anything stupid or you, or you decide to troll. Uh, I give Makina 100% permission to give you the polite boot. I'll give you a bye-bye. <laughs> speaking of social media, you can follow us on Chicago on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just simply search for Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You want to catch the audio version of this podcast, you will, especially during this football season. You can do so by simply searching for War on Anchor. We're available on all podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio app, Make sure you search on those <clears throat> type in your boxes on the podcast platforms. W-A-R-R on Anchor. If that's Mad Nagy, tell him to hang up. We're doing the show. We'll call him back afterwards. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's my, as usual, it's my sister as usual. So, but please need to pay attention for that. What's up, Armando? How are you? You know, good afternoon to you too, my friend. You know, hope you're, I know you're ready for a football Friday, Armando. So, but well, we got some other stuff we got to do. We get out the way first. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, listen to um, our audio version of the War on Anchor. Make sure you follow uh, War Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at War Media. Once again, at WAR Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at War Media. And thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe, and tell your friends. We'll give you the quick rundown of today's show. Right now, we're going to um, start off with some baseball talk. But at 1230, we're going to have a friend of the show, Mr. Lester Wilfong Jr. from Windy City Great Army. He's going to hop on with us to give us his preview for the Bears season. Does he have them in the playoffs? Uh, what does he think about the uh, final 53-man roster? And what does he think is going to happen on Sunday as the Bears will take on the Rams from SoFi Stadium in prime time on Sunday Night Football? Uh, at 1 o'clock in our second hour, we'll give you our breakdown of the Bears-Rams matchup. We'll give you our season predictions. Uh, they're usually wrong on some fronts, mm-hmm. not all, but on some fronts. Yeah, don't, say, don't, say, don't, don't, take, don't take my face value, folks. We're probably going to be wrong on <laughs> at least like half of them. So. <laughs> and and Lakina's going to go top picks, um, her top games for this week, weekend from the world of college football. There was some great, exciting moments and not so good moments. <laughs> Last week in college football, <clears throat> Excuse me. Lakina will give her your top games to watch tomorrow. And at 1.30, <coughs> excuse me. They're trying to get me today, but I'm going to persevere through this thing. Um, at mm-hmm. 1.30, um, we're going to have our Pinskin pickoff. is back for another season. Your Shirley is 3-0 since joining this show. 
And we're going to have a surprising guest analyst, we can say, Lakina. We're going to tell you who that person is at the bottom of next hour. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, you're going you're gonna, to... You're... She's terrific, so you're good. Well, I I'd already told her agenda, so I was trying to say name, but but yeah, but you're gonna like they her. They still folks, don't so. know. They still don't know. So I'll say, yeah, well, well, you'll yeah, have to find out like together at one thirty. All right, so okay, so let's go to the diamond for a second. We'll start with your White Sox. You know, kind of a, a tough series, you know, losing the, losing their series to Oakland. You know, that was sort of a bummer, but you know what? I, I think, look, like I said before, I mean. The, the magic number is down to like 14 or something like that. So they're going to, it's mm-hmm. going to be maybe a week before we, maybe two weeks until they, until they officially clinch the division. So they're 10 up on the on Cleveland. So it's not like a big deal, but they did have some struggles in Oakland, which seems to be like the house of horror for the White Sox. So what did you think of the series right quick? Uh, before we uh, get to the series, uh, breaking news uh, from the Boston Red Sox team. Of course, the White Sox are hosting the Red Sox. Starting tonight over on the south side. I'm not calling it that corporate name. Get over it. You don't like it. <laughs> Chris Sale, the former White Sox pitcher, he was supposed to pitch on Sunday. He has tested positive for COVID. He will not make his start on Sunday. Once again, Chris Sale, the starting pitcher from the Red Sox, he was out last season due to Tommy John. He got back into the rotation a month ago. Now that he was supposed to start on Sunday versus Lance Lynn, that will not happen. Chris Sale has tested positive for COVID, and he'll be out for the foreseeable future. So you will not make his start on Sunday here in Chicago. Now, getting back to the Oakland series, Lakina, uh, call me crazy. I expected them to lose that series. The offense didn't show up again, but I was encouraged by the pitching. Yesterday, Ronaldo Lopez, he had another good outing, but the offense didn't back him up. I know Tony La Russa had another, quote-unquote, Sunday lineup. I know Tim Anderson is still out. Elo Jimenez, who got hit by a foul ball the other night. He was out. He's out as well, but he's supposed to be available for this weekend series against Boston. Renato Lopez pitched uh, yesterday, but the offense failed to show up once again. Dallas Keiko on Wednesday. It wasn't the world's greatest performance, but he wasn't bad either. Once again, the offense failed to back him up. Now, first to Dallas Keiko. Uh, yeah. the, uh, does he deserve to be on the playoff roster? It's still up in the air, in my opinion, but he did give some encouraging signs. So I need to see him in his next two or three starts as we wind down the regular season to see if he can earn his spot on the playoff roster. Renato Lopez, some people say start him in the playoff game. I'm not so sure about that, but he's definitely on the roster and one of your first guys to come out for long relief in that bullpen. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like you know, the, the, the Keiko. I mean, you know, he didn't have his best outing, but it was actually better than he had the last – couple of outings he's got so he's had so it's you know it's sort of like a you know cash 22 there with that i mean look jake lambert looked really good for the white Sox. i'm sure you know we'll, we'll see maybe how he looks in his next couple of start jimmy lambert i should say but you know he's a he's a reliever so i think this interesting kind of like sort of like a pitching by committee if you will and actually that with the white Sox actually end up winning that game but unfortunately they lost the last two I mean, I'm, I'm not too worried about it, like I said before, I mean, but that, that previous game, you know, they had 15 hits in the first game of that series, and they didn't really didn't have too much after the other, after, you know, after that first uh, game in that mm-hmm. series. So it, it was just, you know, look, Matt Chapman, who's, who, if not for some of that's been going on with, you know, that, that guy over there in Anaheim, you know, Los Angeles, whatever, Shay <laughs> Otani, and also to, <laughs> also to Vlad Guerrero Jr., so we'll get to him in a little bit as well, if it wasn't for, was for them, you know, he probably would be kind of right there for the 
know, for the AL MVP uh, touting. But yeah, I mean, look, Keiko, you know, he had eight hits. He gave up five earned runs. But actually, you know what? That's actually not as bad as he did those last couple of hours where he gave up like seven or eight <laughs> runs. So he's actually, you know, getting a little bit better. Which, you know, look, you hope that maybe this is totally starting to turn a corner and maybe he can mm-hmm. be in his next couple of starts, be a part of that playoff rotation or else he's probably going to end up being in the bullpen. You know, the, the defense, I mean, the offense, I should say, you know, they had eight hits. You know, they, they didn't help him out. You know, la- you know, yesterday's game was the same thing with Lopez. You know, he had a solid outing, but, you know, the, the pitching didn't, I mean, the batting, the hitting, I should say, didn't back him up. So um, I'm a little. That's kind of what I'm worried about. Like I don't want you know the pitching to be good, but then the hitting you know is non-existent. We, we can't we can't have that, especially if you're trying to you know advance far into the playoffs. It's just something you can, the White Sox can't afford to have. I think both both the you know the pitching and the offense need to mesh together, and it's just not happening right now. You're listening to Sports Zone Chicago's second city sports city. Lakina here with you as we talk. Uh, Major League Baseball and the White Sox will debut our Football Friday, hashtag Football Friday show at the bottom of the hour when Lester Wilfong Jr. from Windy City Grand Iron will join us to break down the Bears uh, Bears roster and preview the Bears and Rams contest. Like, you know, going back to the White Sox, what I'm looking forward to in this series this weekend, starting tonight uh, for, uh, for the White Sox as they take on Boston. Uh, the defense, as you mentioned, the people have been overlooking it all year. It has to perform up to par because we all know come uh, the playoffs, everything is magnified times a million, uh, not only with the pitching, but with the defense as well. And the Sox, you know, when they get on the roll offensively, everything else seems to be ignored outside the starting pitcher. The defense has to tighten up. And the White Sox pitching matchups against the Red Sox looks favorable uh, on paper. Carlos Rodon is returning from injury. We all know he's going to be on the pitch count. Uh, he starts tonight. We'll see how how long the, does he go. Uh, Dylan Cease will start tomorrow. I'll be there to witness that live and in person. And of course, Lance Lynn will go. Um, will be off the injury list and pitch on Sunday. So, uh, the White Sox on paper it should be a sweep, but it's not going to be as easy because the Red Sox are just as dangerous as the White Sox offensively. But with the pitch matchups on paper, the White Sox, um, I'm going to put the pressure on. They should take two out of three. Yeah, I mean, so I was actually supposed to pitch against Lance Lynn on Sunday, and so unfortunately, that's not going to happen now. But uh, yeah, I mean, you would think this sort of the Sox chance to kind of like put the Red Sox, you know, the out of their misery. So you got to think they're sort of like they're kind of like right there in the cusp. But then you know, you have some other teams that are kind of like breathing down their necks. So we'll get, again, we'll get to that in a little bit, real quick. But look, I think for me, you know, the Sox just just finish strong. I mean, you're gonna win the division. Mm-hmm. You got you got about you got 22 games left, so it's not you got about three weeks left, lower three weeks left in the season. You're kind of just trying to position mm-hmm. yourselves. You're still trying to you're still right there in, in distance again. That number two seed, you know, Tampa's already kind of run with, with, with run away with the with the one seed in the AL. Yeah. So I don't think you're not gonna be able to catch them. But you know, this is sort of your chance to kind of like tr- try to get to that number two slot and perhaps maybe be kind of have your advantage going into if you especially if you advance to the AO the ALDS and then those kind of things. Yeah, the white sides, I believe I saw a, a stat on Twitter yesterday. They go twelve and ten. They can still win ninety two games, which is still possible. As we said Lakina, play your best ball in September. You're gonna win the just everybody gets uh, get healthy, play consistently, mm-hmm. win games and so you can go hot uh, and feeling good uh, confidence-wise going into the playoffs. So 91 is still possible for this team. And they, they can get a jump start on that by winning the series this weekend against the Boston Red Sox. Like, you know, on the flip side, as we talk about the rest of baseball, we'll tie in the Chicago Cubs in this, the Cubs. 
took three out of four, I believe, uh, against the Cincinnati yep. Reds. As we said, Lakina, uh, as we uh, with the dog days of summer in August, now we into uh, we into the middle of September. Uh, if you're a contending team, you look at your schedule. Uh, you play in a lesser opponent. Uh, we can just show up and, and we'll win. Uh, these uh-huh. lesser opponents, they ain't gonna do anything. Not so fast. <laughs> tell that to the Cincinnati Reds. Pardon my Pat Foley, but uh, tell that to the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, we're going to Chicago. We can. We should do no worse than split or win three out of four. Not so fast. Uh, that didn't happen. We'll get to the other teams that had a little bit of scuffles this week too in just yep. a moment. But oh yeah. Going to the Cubs. You know, Jason Hayward had a game when he hit the other day. Of course, Patrick Wisdom mm-hmm. is still hitting the cover out the ball. Frank Schwindel, uh, mm-hmm. he's starting to roll right now as one of the young players on this squad. Is he part of the future? We'll see. I, 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 I'm still a big believer in Patrick Wisdom. I think you can build around him. I know Wilson Contreras is still on the team. And Kyle Hendricks, they'll be part of the immediate future. But Cody Hoyer, who was part of that trade for Craig Kimball back in July, he looked uh, solid again. Uh, and he's yeah. outing the other night with the Cubs. So uh, if that guy's your future closer, which we assume he's going to be, he's going to be a good one for the North Siders. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you gotta be feeling encouraged. You know, there's gonna be those coach friends like, well, let's 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 take, you know, let's get to like, you know, let's get the top the top pick. I mean, look, you yeah, want to be able to. Not see- gonna happen. No, no, exactly. And so they, they got the Giants this week, so, this weekend, so they could probably maybe maybe look. I think, like you said, Sid, I think the Reds probably thought that, oh well, you know, we'll you know the Cubs aren't playing for anything. We'll just sleepwalk and you know and this and that. But then you know, I, no, no, we, they've always the. I mean, you probably could tell in the last few weeks because it's shown a little bit of that fighting spirit, you know, with with Ortega, with guys like Ortega and Wisdom. And I know I know Contreras is on the I.O. right now, but mm-hmm. he hit the ball well. I mean, you know, you know, Jay Hay had a uh, had a walk off, you know, three run homer, you know, on on. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, so look, I think if you're the if you're a coach, you got to be feeling pretty encouraged at this point. So you got some you know pieces there with some of the guys we've mentioned. You know, if we'll see if Frank Schwindel can kind of keep this up. You know, I, I don't know if he will, but you know, look at look, we'll <laughs> see what happens. So look, I think look, unfortunately, you know, the attendance for, at Wrigley is not very good at the moment, which you know is expected, but. You know, kind of if you get the buzz going, you could probably say, okay, if by this time next year that we can kind of see them starting to turn the corner, perhaps maybe contend in twenty twenty three. You know, if you're the Cubs, I think you'll take it. Yeah, if you'll take it, if you're a Cubs fan, let uh, let's see what happens. I think tennis will be slightly up this weekend because, uh, as you mentioned, Lakina, the, the San Francisco Giants are in town. They're less than an hour away of starting the first of the three-game weekend series. It's the return of Chris Bryant. Of course, he was mm-hmm. traded away from the Cubs to the Giants on July 30th uh, from the trade deadline. Uh, ups, I, I don't think they're going to go all out in this free agency. I think they'll be smart about it, mm-hmm. but like, like you said, we, we talked about it before around the trade deadline. This year was a wash, perhaps maybe the first half of next year is a wash as well, if not all of next year. But you still got to see what Nick Magical does because he was part mm-hmm. of the trade for Craig Kimbrough. I think he's going to be a part of your future. We've seen flashes from Cody Hoyer and you mentioned Schwindel and Wisdom. So uh, we're going to see some more young pieces as this season concludes and when next year opens up, we'll see who else is going to step up to the plate as well. The question is, what where will what will uh, GM Jed Hoyer do uh, during the offseason? I don't think the checkbook is going to be totally open, but you have to put at least a competitive team out on the field for these for the rest of the Cuff fans to believe and come back and to tell them that 
this rebuild is not going to be as long as this previous run was. Let's hope. Yeah, let, let's hope so. So, Sid, real quick, what what was your kind of like the thing that got that caught your attention and you know all of baseball? I'll I'll say you know for me it was the Hall of Fame, which it was kind of weird because they had it like on a Wednesday, <laughs> you know. Of course, from last year's yeah. Hall of Fame, you know. <laughs> but uh, look, it was it was great to see Larry Walker, who finally got in his last year of eligibility. You know, this just second Canadian to get in the Hall of Fame, joining you know Fergie Jenkins. From the Cubs, and also too, of course, Derek Jeter. It was, it was definitely a star-studded audience. You know, Michael Jordan was yeah. there, Patrick <laughs> Ewing, Alonzo Mourning. I thought, I think, was there too. Also, too, uh, his nephew. You know, his the infamous, you know, the infamous me with you know, the you know, with the hat after you know yeah. Derek had retired. He's actually Respect. about seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's so about seven years old now. He probably still heck was going on. <laughs> look, look, their kids, but but yeah, it was a really it was a really sweet moment, and it was a great uh, great to see that they finally got a chance to have. That that ceremony, of course, you know, was canceled last year, you know, because of COVID. But I would say on the field, I mean, I'm just gonna say it. A lot of these teams that are like, I think City kind of stole my thunder when you said a couple of minutes ago about teams kind of taking, you know, the sort of like the 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 bottom teams, you know, unlikely. I mean, mm-hmm. really? I mean, look, these teams have nothing to, nothing to lose. You know, we saw with the Cubs, you know, getting two out of three from the Reds. You know, did think you know their wild card hopes in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, the Phillies lost to Colorado last night. You know, they've that. been struggling uh, against bottom feeding teams uh, all year. Go ask the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. That has something for them. Uh, the American League, you mentioned the East. Of course, the Red Sox are here to take on the White Sox starting tonight and on the South side. The New York Yankees being swept in four games by the Toronto Blue Jays. Now the Blue Jays are half game out. Who would have yes. thought it? And <laughs> and you cold, know, I picked yeah. them to, to go to the playoffs in, ter- in terms of the AL wildcard game. But uh, the Yankees, uh, I know you'll run down the schedule in, in, a, in a second, but uh, that Mets-Yankees series this weekend, of course, the game is going to be on Fox nationally. They'll have the 20th anniversary of the um, remembering the victims of 9-11. And so that's why the game's on Fox tomorrow. Uh, the showcase game is on MLB Network tonight. But looking through this um, subway series quickly, Lakina, the Mets are one game under 500. The, uh, the Yankees were swept by the Blue Jays this week. Yep. Uh, uh, which team needs this series more? Uh, the, call me crazy. I think the Yankees. I I was just gonna say I, think, I feel the same way. I think the Yankees really need the series more to keep up in that wild card. I mean the Blue Jays the Blue Jays are <laughs> nipping at their heels, and they they got a couple other teams. Also Seattle's right there as well, and also they Oakland, avoided so the sweep on Thursday. Uh, they at did. Houston. Yeah, they did. So they were able to salvage that series, kind of keep them in it. So yeah, it's it's getting it's getting kind of crowded in the AL wild card. So. You know, the Yankees better try and get to you go know, pull it together. Yeah, the Dodgers losing two out of three to the St. Louis Cardinals, but they but they still right there in, in the in the West race uh against the San Francisco Giants. Maybe the Cubs can help out uh the Dodgers. I don't know. The Dodgers, by the way, they have a, a weekend series at home tonight against the San Diego Padres. The Padres are still in it's between them and the Dodgers for the top two spots in the in a wild card race. So things are starting to heat up. Yeah, and also remember the Dodge, the, the Dodge actually played the Padres this week, and you know the Padres, even mm-hmm. though the Dodgers did sweep them, you know, a couple, you know, last month, you know, the Padres have to actually mm-hmm. have the uh, the edge in the series seven to six. So maybe Dodgers will try to you know kind of get back into it, and hopefully mm-hmm. they can, you know, hopefully they can probably get the lead, and you know who knows. But Miami, uh, Miami and Atlanta, I mean Atlanta, sort of like hanging on in the NL East. So yeah. it's, it's going to be very interesting in that in that you know with that series, you know Miami would love to play spoiler for some of these teams. I'm, I'm for their fellow mm-hmm. division of uh, division people. Um, 
what else? Of course, we talked about the Red Sox and the White Sox. Um, okay, Cincy and St. Louis. I mean, that's always you know fun when those two get together. And Texas and, uh, and Oakland. You know, Oakland's trying to hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about, I think that's about it. I mean, of course, Black World got his forty second home run. I think that's the highest among you know in in Toronto history. I think it's among mm-hmm. the highest. So. That you know, that'll be an interesting one. You know, ball, they play Baltimore this weekend, so hopefully they can kind of you know get into back get into that wild card taste. So, mm-hmm. so really big you know big series this weekend. Yeah, uh, big series in as we head down the home stretch of the regular season as we start to see these playoff spots uh, uh, starting to be clinched in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. We hit the bottom of the hour. We're going to hit our break. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. I'm Cindy Brown, along with Lakeem McGee. Hashtag Football Friday, the first edition for 2021, will start after this break. We'll have a friend of the show from Windy City, Gray Area, Mr. Wilfon Jr. He's going to hop on with us to preview the Bears and the Rams and get his take on the on the roster for the 2021 Chicago Bears. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast updates so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Sega City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Along with Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brands. We are now debuting our show for 2021 Hashtag Friday. And to help us preview the Bears and the Rams for Sunday Night Football this Sunday at 7.20 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can watch that game on NBC and get a look at the 2021 roster. It's our good friend of the show from Windy City, Great Iron. He does a heck of a job covering the Chicago Bears. His name is Miss, Mr. Lester Wilfong Jr. Lester, welcome back to the show. Happy Football New Year to you. How are you? 
Hey. Doing good. How about you guys? Yeah, we're Eddie, doing we're just ready for fine. football. Yes, we're, we're doing Always just ready fine. Twenty-four yes. seven. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we get into our game preview against the Rams, uh, Lester, let's uh, look at the roster closely. Uh, let's start with the offense. Of course, Andy Dalton was named the starting quarterback by head coach Matt Nagy. Of course, we saw uh, glimpses of uh, promise and hope uh, with uh, rookie quarterback Justin Fields. Uh, give us your grade on how head coach Nagy handled the situation throughout training camp in the preseason. You know, I think that this has kind of been what he's wanted to do all along. I think he's kind of stayed true with his plan. Um, I, honestly, I think he, he may be – talking about a little too much. I think it just draws more questions into what's going on with the Bears here. But, of course, you know, that's all he's asked. I mean, he's asked so many questions about the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is clearly not the Chiefs' plan. This is clearly not that. You know, this is a different situation. So I expect to see Justin Fields at some point, probably within a month. That's just my guess. What about – now, what about the this, the receiving core? Of course, A-Rod, A-Rod Allen Robinson is number one. Now, who is kind of like the number two? Is it Mooney? You know, who, who's the number two receiver? I mean, at this point, it's got to be Mooney. He had a really good uh, 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 first year last year with the Bears, uh, set some, some, uh, some, some, some team records for rookies. You know, he's got the speed. You know, he has pretty good size. You know, he, he's not, you know, as, as, as physically strong as you would like at this point in his career, but, you know, he has room to grow. But, but what he does bring is that speed element, and that's what the Bears really focused on this season. They wanted to bring in more speed. So besides Mooney, you, you have a guy like Goodwin. You have a guy like Bird. You know, they brought in legit speedsters this team so they can actually stretch the field and hopefully get stuff, you know, a, a bit more uh, uh, extra underneath for, for a guy like Robinson who should be working more out of the slot this year. Sticking with the Bears' offense, Lester, of course, David Montgomery will be entering year number three out of the University of Iowa State. Of course, last year he was a big integral part of the Bears' offense as the Bears were uh, clinching their, their playoff spot. Uh, of course, we all know that head coach Matt Nagy doesn't like running the football on a consistent basis, but I think uh, with uh, Andy Dalton at the helm, I think he may have no choice, especially this Sunday. We'll get to the game preview in just a moment, but uh, what do you expect mm-hmm. out of Mr. Montgomery in year number three? Yeah, I think he should have a really nice year this year. I mean, he's primed for a breakout season. I mean, I guess if you look at what happened last year, I guess, you know, that was his breakout. But, you know, he's still kind of mm-hmm. uh, undervalued from a, from a, from a perspective of, of, of a national perspective. You know, he think he was fourth or fifth in all first yards last year, but, you know, no Pro Bowl, uh, no all pro. So I think this year is a year where he really should, you know, with his increased speed he has this year, which everyone <laughs> thinks. So if, if that is the case, his, his, his yards per carry should be up. You know, they should still use him a, a lot of bit on, on the outside as a receiver. You know, he's going to get his touches. I think that's a key. If the offense can, <laughs> you know, at, at least for now with Dalton, in, if the offense can kind of run through Montgomery, I think this offense has a chance to be efficient. Let's just say that. <laughs> I love how you say that, you know, Lester. Efficient. Uh, let's talk about the defense for a, se- for a second, <laughs> right? I mean, come on. But yeah, I mean, it seems like there's not only are they older, but they're seeing a lot of injury issues. You know, Eddie Goldman is have is a little banged up. You know, after not playing last year, Khalil Maxio is banged up. Robert Quinn, you know, we don't know where he is. Apparently, he's also banged up too. So, what 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 what's your what's your observation of this defense? You know, can they be kind of like that top five defense they were a few years ago? You know, I think the talent is there to a point. 
Uh, but the problem is, is we have to see what, what Sean decides is going to have these guys doing on the back end because that cornerback is where they're suspect. You know, they have Jalen Johnson, obviously, who's, who was primed for a nice season this year. You know, but but what else do they have at corner? You know, I, I don't trust Kendall Vildor. I don't trust Duke Shelley. I don't trust Artie Burns, Marky Christian. You know, I'm not sure who's going to be over there at, at, the, at nickel or at the, at, the, at the other corner spot. You know, but I don't trust whoever they put there right now. I mean, I, I need to see it happen. Um so if if Sean Desai can kind of bring some of those too high disguise coverage look that, that we've seen from 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 the Bears in the past with Fangio, if that's the case, if the Bears can kind of trick quarterbacks into stuff, maybe he gets by with Vildor and, and Shelley while they, they gain some experience and confidence. And if that happens, maybe this defense can get back to those ways. Because, you know, like I said, there's some talent there. You know, Mack, you know, Hicks, Jackson. And there's some playmakers but there's some holes as well. So if, if offenses can, can can take advantage of those holes the Bears have, it could be a long season. But if Sean Desai can kind of, you know, work his magic, I, I think, you know, the defense could surprise. Friend of the show, Lester Wilfong from Windy City Gray Iron, who covers the Bears for their great website, is joining us here on Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday. City of the Kingdom with you as we get yourself for Bears and Rams on Sunday Night Football. Lester, Lester, let's stay with the defense. Hakeem Hicks, we all know he's at the age of 30 now. Of course, in the NFL, that's considered, considered senior citizen age. Of course, he's been banged up the last couple of years. But when healthy, I've been telling people, uh, people want to uh, focus in on him sacking the quarterback, which is great. But him, along with Eddie Goldman from, from three years ago, when both of them were healthy, they were even better stopping the run. Assuming Hakeem Hicks stays healthy this year, one, what do you expect from Mr. Hicks this year. Number two, do you think the Bears should resign? Yeah, I mean, he's healthy. Healthy. yeah, I mean, if he's if he's healthy, he's one of the best uh, D tackles in, in the entire NFL. He just does so much for you. You know, he, he eats blocks. You know, he, he he kills double teams. You know, he's quick enough to to, to 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 go after quarterback. You know, so there's so much he gives a defense as far as what he can do, as far as where you can put him along that line. So, if he's healthy, he's one of the best. As far as resigning him, man, that's a tough question. As a fan, I would love to see him. You know, uh, back. Uh, for a long time in Chicago, you know, let a guy like him, you know, finish his career with the Bears, you know, but the money's got to be right. I mean, at this point in his career, you know, you can't pay him for what he's done for the franchise. You got to pay him for what you expect him to do going forward. And like you said, he's 30, <laughs> you know, that contract should reflect that. Uh, I think if Ryan Pace can get something done, because we've seen him, you know, pay guys on defense a little more often than he has on offense. So I think he may want to get Akeem Hicks signed up here for, for an extension. I think it, it should help the cap this year if he can do it. But, again, it's all comes down to the money. Is, is he going to be getting the same deal he has now? I think right now he's making like $10.5 million. Mm-hmm. You can't pay him that moving forward. So, you know, if, if you're going to give him an extension, you know, you have to bring, that, bring the hit down for the next few years. Let's talk about the secondary for a minute here. Um, you know, Kyle Fuller's gone. He's in Denver. Is Kendall Vittner, Vitter the answer for that, I mean, you know, Gibson, Gibson's questionable, you know, Eddie Jackson, we don't know if he has anything left. So what, what's your observation of the, of the, of the secondary? I think Kendall Vilder may be better off if he were playing the nickel. Um, I think he's, he's like five ten. He, he has a, a pretty long arms for, for his size. I think he can play outside in a pinch, you know, but I think his, his best position may be moving inside the nickel, but right now it just doesn't, it doesn't fit with what the Bears have in the roster. They have Duke Shelley, who's even shorter than Builder, so he'll mm-hmm. he's probably going to be the guy at nickel. You know, I think Kendall Builder last year he had some some decent stuff on tape, 
you know, but there was nothing really that stood out to make me think, yes, you know, this guy is definitely going to be the guy that can, he can, I can, I can take that spot, you know, and, and man it this year. I just haven't seen enough from him. I mean, it's possible, you know, this is his, his, his second year. So maybe he will develop, you know, but it's, it's hard to tell based on what we've seen so little of him last year, a little bit we saw in preseason, of course, at training camp, there's just not enough right now to see if him, if he is going to be that guy going forward. I know the bears think, think he is, but you know, let's wait and see. Let's head over to the special teams. Lester, me and Lakina talked about this all preseason. Uh, the, that uh, that group was less than impressive. Uh, who, who's going to return the ball, both punting-wise and kickoff-wise for the Chicago Guns? Cordell Patterson and and Sherrick McManus, both of them were missed, and they're going to be, be missed by this team. Of course, both of them moved on via free agency. But uh, are we going to have any uh, any spark in the special teams this year? Who's going to be uh, do kickoff returns, both punting and kickoff-wise, for the Bears this year? Well, it's going to be the rookie killer Herbert bringing back kicks, and then it's going to be the the new pickup, uh, Nisamba Webster. I believe is how you pronounce his name. They got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was with the Rams a little bit. I think he was with, with with the Niners. He was on waivers. He's a guy that will, you know, he's going to bring back punts for the Bears, uh, but he's also a, a four phase special team guy. He will. He's going to be the guy that, that's going to be going under, you know, making the tackles. You know, I think uh, uh, his last year in the Rams, he led them in special teams, happened with 12. So here's a guy that the Bears can kind of put out there to kind of fill that that role that we saw with Patterson and McManus. You know, at least give at least gives you one of those guys. And then I think as the Bears now with the roster kind of set up how it is, preseason they looked rough as far as the uh, the, the, the kick coverage, the punt coverage. You know, but I think now that they have their core guys, they should settle down a little bit. You know, they have some decent special teamers, guys like Bush. Uh, DeAndre Houston Carson, these guys have been pretty good at that. Uh, Caleb Johnson, the uh, the undrafted rookie, they really like him as a special teamer. So I think once they get things kind of settled down, they have their their core guys that they know are going to be in there doing the coverages. I think we should see a little bit better of a, of a performance than we saw in preseason. How big of a factor can Alec Ogletree be? I mean, here's a, a veteran, a veteran, you know, linebacker. You know, he's you know, when healthy, I mean, of course, you know, his injuries have kind of, you know, derailed his career. So how, how big of a factor can he be on the defense? He looks so good in camp this year. And then, of course, in preseason, he was all over the place. You know, he's a guy that, you know, he, he dropped some weight. Uh, he's in really good shape mm-hmm. this year. You know, he's a little younger than Danny Trevathan. And then I think part of the reason why the Bears felt comfortable in putting uh, Danny Trevathan on IR is because they knew they had a guy like Ogletree that can step in and, and man that spot. And who knows? I mean, Ogletree may, may look so good where if Trevathan does come back from IR, where they just keep you know, Roquan and Ogletree it, as, as the two guys starting in there. Because with Ogletree, he, what he do, does give you that, that, that guy like uh, uh, Danny T doesn't is Ogletree is much better in coverage. He's not going to be as stout against the run as Trevathan is, which is at this point in his career, that's pretty much what he does for you. So I think it's it was a great pickup by the Bears, and it just kind of worked out really fortunate that he really kind of fits in and fits the need for the team right now. Halfway home with Lester Wilfong from Windy City Ground here on Hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports, live and in living color on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Lakina here with you. Lester, let's head back toward the offense. Of course, Matt Nagy was the primary play caller last year. He, quote, unquote, gave up those duties last year. And a high ironic that the Bears started to run the ball and they made it to the playoffs. This year, it looks like he's starting to call the plays again. How long is it going to be before he um, – Puts himself in timeout <laughs> for calling horrible plays. Where is that quarterback with his Dalton or his, uh, Justin Fields uh, sooner rather than later? 
you know, I think it just comes down to whether the, the quarterback gives them decent play. I mean, if, if they are efficient, I mean, if that's what, what this offense can give you, I think Matt Nagy's going to be the guy calling plays all year. This is a big year for him. Like you said, <laughs> you know, he has had issues the last few years. You know, you cannot blame stuff on Mitch Trubisky anymore, Matt Nagy. Right now, mm-hmm. this is your offense. You have your quarterback in Dalton, and at some point it will be Fields. You know, if the play calls aren't working, if the execution's not there, you know, you have to look in the mirror. And, you know, I have my doubts about him as a play caller. I think he's a good head coach, but as a play caller, mm-hmm. we haven't seen it. Is that the quarterback? Possibly. We'll find out this year for sure. This is a big put up or shut up here for Matt Nagy. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask, you know, and, you know, following up on that, you know, what, what sort of like, we're, we won't say when, we won't do win totals just yet, but do you, are you, do you see this Bears team as being better, worse, or about the same as last season with everything that went on with COVID and everything and not playing in front of fans? You know, I think it's possible that the team could perform better on the field, but I think it's possible they may have a worse record. I think it's all, you know, comes on like a lot of the opponents they have. It's a real tough schedule early. Um, they kind of have to get through that. They have the, the quarterback controversy kind of hanging over their head. Um, they have upgraded a few spots, but, you know, like we talked about, you know, the cornerback spot is worrisome. Uh, the, 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 the old line is a little worrisome right now. So, you know, there are some key key spots there where they have to kind of scheme around. And, you know, that hasn't really been Matt Nagy's, you know, one of the strengths, you know, th- during the course of his time in Chicago. So, you know, if he can do that, if he gets better play from the quarterback spot, I think there's a good chance this team could surprise. But I, I would not be surprised to see them, uh, you know, not being as good as we all hope as Bears fans. All right, let's so let's get your thoughts on the game on Sunday, the season over between the Bears and the Rams on Sunday Night Football. The whole world is going to be watching, whether you're streaming it live on your computer or watching it live on your television. Uh, what are your top two keys for the Bears to perhaps pull out the upset against the Rams? Because I'll be on, we're going to give our picks for the game next hour for our listeners and viewers. But uh, I think that the Bears have a chance here because the Rams, yes, they have Matthew Stafford at quarterback, but their running game is kind of suspect right now. Cam, Cam Eggers, that second-year running back, is out for the year. Of course, Daryl Henderson, I think he'll get the stuff, but he's banged up too. I know they traded for Sonny Michelle, but it's still going to take him some time to be acclimated to this system. But uh, I think the Bears may have a chance from this standpoint. But uh, what are your top two keys for the Bears to pull out the upset on the road on Sunday? I think on defense, they have to get after Stafford. They have to make him as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> like I said, you know, the Rams run game, you know, right now could be struggling because uh, of some injury and stuff. But then, you know, with, with the Rams, I mean, they have a brand-new quarterback. you got to expect, gonna, you know, they're going to want to come out and, and attack, you know, the holes in the Bears secondary. So, you know, you got to get after them. You have to dial up some blitz pressures. You have to do whatever you can to make Stafford uncomfortable. And then on offense, I think at this point, you know, you really have to try, look to, to, to make a really slow-down game. You have to, you know, chew, uh, chew up the clock when possible, you know, run the ball. You know, I know as Bears fans, you know, a lot of Bears fans want to see him run the ball as much as possible. But, you know, this is a passing league. But I think this game, this specific matchup, it may work out best for the Bears to try and run the ball. And, again, that's going to be tough. You know, you're going against a really good defense in, in L.A. there. But if you can slow things down, keep, keep the Rams off the field, I think you have a chance if you keep the game close. Yeah, the tempo is probably going to be the key here with, you know, Leonard Floyd, who's a former Bear. Now he's, you know, playing like a pro bowler over in, with the Rams. Um <laughs> Can well can uh can that old line the Bears old line withstand you know guys like you know Don you know Donald and Floyd and you know those guys? 
That's a big question right now. I mean, you have 39-year-old Jason Peters looks like he may be their best lineman right now for the Bears. And that's, you know, this guy was fishing a couple weeks ago, so it's kind of strange <laughs> you know, that, that, that he's, he could be the key to this to this offense, uh, the offensive line here. But I think Sam Mustford at center, you know, I think we're going to see a, a lot of what he what he's made of. You know, going against Aaron Donald at times is going to be tough for him. Uh, you got to hope he's going to expect to get some help from white hair from Daniels at guard. Um, and then you got at right tackle. You know, he had a hip flexor for most of training camp. He finally came back and played one preseason game against, you know, backups for Tennessee, and he looked really, 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 really pitiful in that game. He looked so bad. <laughs> I, I, had, I had high hopes for him coming into the season because, you know, he did look pretty good last year at right tackle. Uh, he dropped a ton of weight. He was in great shape. Then, of course, gets injured. So, I mean, again, we have to wait and see. Is, is Jermaine Fettiger the guy that finished last year, or is he the guy we saw in the preseason? I think – you know, I, I can't imagine him being as bad as he looked against against the Titans in, at, at the last preseason game. Because he just, you know, he had his footwork was off. You got to hope it was just rust. So, if they can slow down Floyd, if they, if they can slow down Don a little bit, if they can, you know, try and you know chew the clock up, run the ball successfully. You know, they have, you know, they have three backs they like right now. So let's keep those guys, you know, move along. Uh, let Andy Dalton kind of do his thing. You know, they, they will move the pocket a bit with him. He's not the statue that Foles is. So with Dalton, you kind of get him out of the pocket. They got a chance. You know, I, I'm not going to pick him, but I think they have a good chance. <laughs> Last couple uh, moments with Lester Real phone from Windy City Gridiron in front of the show right here on Hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Still looking here with you. Lester, thank goodness that the Bears game is at night. And, of course, last night we saw a classic season opener between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Of course, the Buccaneers coming out with the last second field goal. On Sunday, before the Bears game, what other games are you you looking forward to checking out um, during the day before the Bears and Rams kick it off on Sunday night? Uh, you know, I'm going to take in whatever the NFL gives me. You know, I, I live uh, just, just over the border in Kenosha, so I'm sure I'm going to the Packers game on at some point. Because that's there, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just excited that football's back. I mean, the game on Thursday, like I said, was an awesome game, a real fun game to watch. You know, I, I enjoy watching good football, and I'm just hoping that I can see a bunch of it before the Bears play. Because, like we said, well, that that may not be the best game for for Bears. Fans, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's, it's football, it's Bears. We're mm-hmm. back, so let's have a positive spin on it. Let's let's, let's hope for the best. Yeah, just leave it on red zone. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but how's it spin? Okay, yeah, we'll we'll play that game. Uh, <laughs> well, well, okay, last question for me, Lester. What what's what's your win total for the Bears? I've seen like some people have them at. I think I think Bovada last check. I think it was like six. I believe six and a half. I think was the win total for the Bears. Yeah. What do you think? What say you? Yeah, I mean, if, if, if that's the total you're going off, I will take the over. I think the Bears have a chance to be a little better than some people think. Um, again, I think it comes down to the quarterback, and I think the quarterback play it should be better than what we've seen the last couple of years in Chicago between Dalton <laughs> Field. I think they're going to be a little better. You know, I think they have a, an outside chance to push for a playoff spot. Of course, the NFC, the playoff teams at that, at that level aren't really the best. I think the Bears, if they can somehow find eight or nine wins, I think they sneak into the playoffs. Um, but I would again. This this team is so up and down right now. It all hinges on that quarterback. It all hinges on if Matt Nagy can get the best out of him. If Matt Nagy is going to be the offensive guru that, that 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 was sold to us for him being, you know, if he can show us a little bit and he can get his offense clicking, I think they'll surprise. But 
the my, my, my official prediction I made for at the site, I think I did have them uh, going nine and eight this year. And that's probably a bit on the optimistic side. <laughs> okay. Last question from me, Lester. You said that Justin Fields, in your opinion, may see the field uh, a month from now. What game would you predict that he'll make his debut? Will it be the Cleveland game, Detroit game, the Packers game? What game do you think he'll make his debut? I think he made his debut in that Lions game, but I think he made his first start week five against the Raiders on the road. Okay. Okay. All right. For the record, I had the Detroit game. They don't make his first start. <laughs> Me too. That's. I think that's sort of like. I think that's kind of like the. Uh, I think that's sort of like the level right now. I think that's what I think that's where a lot of people yeah, are saying. Favorite, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be that Detroit game. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I can see it happening for sure. All right, that was Lester Wilfong Jr. from Windy City Grand Iron. Um, he covers the Bears for that great website. Make sure you check out uh, uh, that website. Lester, where can people follow you on social media? I'm on Twitter at Wilfong Dr. Also, we got our podcast. My show is T Permission Conversation, but we got about right now we're up to I think six podcasts on the channel. So make sure you check nice. it out. So got some going on. Yeah, you can stream all them right, all on, on various on various apps. So you 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 can find some place you have to listen to these podcasts. So no excuses, folks. Go listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lester, for joining us. Keep up the great work, young man, and we'll have you on again as the season uh, goes along. Thanks for just Sounds thanks, good. Lester. Anytime. Take it easy. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All yeah, right, so that, yeah, go ahead. Look, that's, you know. that's yeah, that's Esther Will Fong Jr. from Winnie City Gridiron here on Second City Sports. Now we got a couple of minutes before we go to break, so let's talk about that game from last night. I know, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but it definitely. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was that, definitely a classic one because you know, one for like a really good one because I think people thought that maybe the Cowboys were going to blow out the we're getting mm-hmm. blown up by blown out, I should say by the Bucks. That ended up not being the case. I mean, Dak looked really good. And but you know they left too much too much time on the clock. One twenty four. That's like an eternity for Tom Brady. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Well, we all, look, we all saw that. We all saw that meme of his after after um, Zerla hit that uh, that field goal that got the Cowboys mm-hmm. ahead. You know he kind of looked at him like, okay, y'all y'all gave y'all left me all that time. Okay, that's the eternity for me. But go ahead, Sid. <laughs> yeah. First of all, hashtag Dak is back. On he he did a great job last night. Um, uh, We'll we'll probably get into this more next time, Lakina. I don't know if you're in fantasy football this year or not. But I am. I am. I, okay, good. Uh, I, of course, with the whole Dean Davis crew, Kim Davis, Demons, Tony Gill, everybody else, uh, I'm facing Tony opening week matchup, and I have uh, the two of the starting three wide receivers for the Dallas Cowboys on my squad, and CD oh. Lamb and Amari Cooper. So your boy piled up over, I believe, seventy four points last night. So you know, sure he was a happy man. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you're already well uh, ahead. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy from that standpoint, but we didn't see much of the running game with Ezekiel Elliott. He looked okay, but uh, they didn't feed the ball as much because Dak had a, a hot and he moved out of the pocket well. You show you can see that he had no issues with that shoulder or with that angle which he got injured on last year, which ended his season. Uh, he looked great on the run. He looked great in the pocket. Uh, his mobility is back. Like I said, on the flip side with Tom Brady. Um, Mike Evans only had one catch last night, but Chris Godwin stepped up big. Antonio Brown, I believe, had a touchdown catch last night. Mm-hmm. Gronk had two touchdown receptions. So that Tampa Bay offense looked like it was in midseason form last night. Now, the Dallas Divas, I know some national pundits said this morning on various TV shows and podcasts that uh, that, that 
that defense was horrible just like last year. I said, not so fast. Uh, mm. That Dallas defense had two turnovers last night, which they converted into nine points, uh, nine points on the scoreboard. But that defense is not as bad as people think. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be the 85 Bears. Uh, let's not get that confused, okay? But that right. Dallas defense uh, p- p- uh, have uh, performed better than they did at any point in this time, especially at this time last year before Dak went out of that season-ending injury. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of interceptions. You know, both Lewis and Diggs had some uh, inter- had a couple of interceptions, interception apiece. But yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we'll we'll see how they look. I mean, you know, the 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 defense. Look, that NFC East. We'll get to our picks in a second, but the mm-hmm. NFC East is very winnable for any of those four teams. So we'll, you know, the you know the Cowboys can probably play for mm-hmm. you know sit claim on that for at least right now. But yeah, like I said, if Dak can stay healthy, you know. Leave this guy's limit for him. And look, as for Brady, I mean, look, he had a couple of interceptions. Ew, okay, yeah, it, it happens. You know, of course, you know, first game of the season with all the emotion, with everything, with the you know, the, the banner ceremony and such. You know, of course, it's going to be a lot of emotion. That's probably why the game was as close as it was. Now, is mm-hmm. this the Dallas yeah, team? People... Back in the stadiums too. Exactly. So we don't know if. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Well, maybe they were. You know, the, the Cowboys are able to kind of feed off that. You know, we'll mm-hmm. see. I mean, if, are they for real? Who knows? But I'm like, I, I'm, I was impressed with what I saw at least last night. Now, will that keep up? Is anybody's guess? Now, like you said, the, the Cowboys got a tough game against, uh, well, as we call them on the show, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Well, for another uh, afternoon primetime game, but that's next week. We'll give you that preview next week. But I was encouraged what I saw with the Cowboys last night. Like as we mentioned, Dak is back, and Ezekiel Elliott. Hopefully, they'll get him more into the game plan next week. Uh, he had a, a, a couple of touches coming out of the backfield, passing wise, and, and running mm-hmm. the ball. They just couldn't get him going. I know he has to have a bounce back here because you know he, he got that big contract last year. He had his worst year of his career. Hopefully, he can get it going. Once he does, and the, the rest of that office for the Dallas Cowboys can can flow like water. Uh, offensive coordinator Kevin Moore, I thought he called a good game last night, uh, despite not having a consistent running game. But uh, they were going with that uh, hot arm, and it, and it paid off last night. Just Greg Zerline missed two kicks, and that's what yeah. came down to. Yeah, I think those end up you know coming back to bite him in the butt for the Cowboys. So you gotta you hope these are one. This isn't one of those wa- losses where you're kind of if you're the Cowboys, you're kind of gonna look mm-hmm. back and say, oh dear, you know, if only they only they had won that game. But that that that's how it is sometimes in the NFL. Yep, our number one in the books. Our number two straight ahead. So you you are listening to hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Said Lakina here with you. In our next hour, we'll give you our Bears and Rams preview, and we'll give you our season predictions for the in, the rest of the NF. Lakina is going to give you her top five games for college football for tomorrow. And at the bottom of next hour, we'll give you our surprise guest analyst and we have our pits can pick them beats it is what we're going to call it this year beats it for our nfl pits so come come on back you're listening to sports in chicago i'm Sid along with akina we'll see you on the flip side automotivemap.com presents the sports flash on the sports zone chicago 
In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's going to be, we're going to say that three years from now, but at the same point in time for him, um, there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this, which is good too. Like that's what we want. We want that to happen. Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast Update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalpage. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically, dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to hour number two of Hashtag Football Friday, baby, <laughs> on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakina McGee. She's fired up. I'm Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and IG at CK80. Once again, it's CK80. S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan Score McGee on the IG. You can listen and watch the show Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago's Facebook page and or the YouTube page. Make sure you search for Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook and Sports Zone Chicago on the YouTube. Make sure you post your comments right there. Lakina will get them up and running for you. And you decide to do it stupid or just me. Lakina will give you probably give you the boot. But we trust Bye-bye. you guys. We love you guys. Uh, so uh, keep those comments respectful, whether you agree with them or not. I know there's going to be a lot of opinions as we get into the uh, preview of the Bears and Rams from our perspective, Lakina. Um, as the Bears will open up their season in SoFi Stadium, the home of Super Bowl 56 this year, it will be on NBC. Sunday Night Football's contest will also be on NBC against the Los Angeles Rams at 7.20 p.m. I'm thinking about should I tweet that game live or not. So we'll you know, you guys want me to tweet, uh, the live tweet the game. Uh, make sure you put your uh, comments in the comment section on our Facebook page at Sports All Chicago and on our uh, YouTube page at Sports All Chicago. Should I tweet the game live or not? I'm thinking about it, so I'll let you guys decide. Like, you know, let's, let's go into the preview of this game. As we talked about it in our last segment with Lester Wilfong from Winnie City Gridiron, uh, that running game for the was supposed to be one of their strings going into this year. Of course, Cam Angers is out. Darrell Henderson, 
who did well for them last year. I believe he's going to get the start, but he's a little nicked up as well. Of course, they acquired Sony Michelle in the trade from the New England Patriots. You know, outside of the 2018 Super Bowl season, he's been uh, struggling, so he's had a, a up and down career. Lakina, I truly believe that the Bears can keep this close, but with that uh, news that came out the other day about Eddie Goldman's tweet me in practice, uh, it's starting to look look a little bit more difficult. But stranger things have happened in season openers. We'll get that later, but. As far as this game is concerned, I still believe the Bears can keep it close. Uh, it's going to take some time. We know that head coach Sean McVay for the Rams is an offensive guru, and he's going to have some stuff up the sleeve for Matt Nagy and Sean Desai's defense. He's the first-year coordinator for the Bears. I believe the, the running game will serve some purpose for the Rams, but n- maybe not as big because of the injuries, as I, as I mentioned. But but. The secondary that we talked about in our last segment with Lester, outside of Jalen Johnson and Eddie Jackson, Sean McVay is going to pick the rest of that secondary apart. Of course, you have Cooper Cup, who's back uh, now mm-hmm. from his injuries the last couple of years. But watch out for Robert Woods. He's not talked about as much as people mm-hmm. people overlook him, but he's their home run guy. I believe that Jalen Johnson is going to be on him for most of the game. So, yeah, and uh, I think we'll, we'll we'll see what happens if, if, if the Bears should, should decide to double team him. If that's so, it opens up for Cooper Cup and their tight end Tyler Higby. Yeah, and I think you know Daryl Henderson Jr. I think he's kind of like the you know, has to pick up the slack. You know, of course, Akers is hurt, but I think mm-hmm. he'll he's pro- he might be primed for a big game. We'll see how you know how that front seven for the Bears try and. Uh, you know, can Khalil Mack slow him down or can mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll be so, will folks be so, you know, double teaming, you know, Robert Woods, remember Deshaun Jackson's over there now, so we might see him, him there a little bit. Yeah, he'll be in there for two places and he'll get, get hurt again, so he'll be an off Oh, oh I'm being mean, mean, mean. <laughs> you are. Don't make, don't make him come after you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's it. That's that's the kid '80s. Uh, that's the kid '80s, Sean. But uh, yeah, I mean, no. it's, uh, yeah, but uh, enough already. But yeah, uh, th- th- this is gonna be a very interesting. Look, like I said, I think it's gonna be closer. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I know I've heard some people say this is gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be like two or three touchdowns. No, no. I, I think they'll. It'll probably be at most ten points. I think. It's going to be sort of, you know, like, you know, with the, the first game of Jitters, you know, first regular season game. So if I say it was going to be, I don't want to, you know, there's going to be crowds there. So there was nobody there last mm-hmm. year. So you got, they're going to feed off that energy. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Bears fans there too. So, oh, yes. yeah. I, so, yeah. So it's going to, it's going to definitely going to be very electric there. So I, I'm not too, you know, I'm not too worried about like sort of what the atmosphere is going to be like. Now, look, my buddy, my my old buddy, you know, Antoine Showtime Ward is in the building. You know, listen to us hey, on, on the Facebook. What's up, Tuan? Okay, he yes. said if the pass rush for the Bears doesn't get to the QB, the Bears TV will be exposed. And yeah, he's probably right about that. I think mm-hmm. you know if if look that front seven for the for the Rams. You know, hello Aaron Donald, hello Leonard Floyd. I mean. That that front mm-hmm. seven is gonna eat that Bears O line alive. So you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what 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 happens there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think like like let's just say if they can kind of like force you know force feed the ball to David Montgomery and let him kind of like eat the clock. Mm-hmm. If they if you know the front seven for the Rams can't slow him down, the Bears might have a, a puncher's chance. But I don't see it. And I don't know how you feel about it, but what what do you think? Uh, we'll give our picks for this game uh, in the bottom of next hour. But do you remember last year's game? It was a total crap show. Uh, 24 to mm. 10. Eddie Jackson scored on a, I believe it was a fumble return. 
Yes, and of course we had all and of course we had all that drama after the game with Nick Foles. Um uh, yes. Len Matt Nagy hang out to drive with Brian <laughs> Greasy night football. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. I don't think we'll have that much as far as behind the scenes, but getting to the Bears offense. Uh Justin Fields will not be sitting on the bench. I don't think that's a, too much of a revelation there, but I, I see a country plays of Matt Nagy's sleeve. I can see uh Justin Fields uh, uh, and Mandy to being on the same field at the same time. I can see a, a Justin Fields sort of reverse halfback pass option to Darnell Mooney. I can see something like that because yeah. I know there's, uh, you know, Sean McVay was talking about earlier this week. Oh, we're preparing for both quarterbacks. I know there's coach speaking, blah, blah, blah. But I can see some sort of a halfback pass uh, reverse trick play that involves Mr. Fields throwing, his arm, throwing the ball with his arm at some point. I, I definitely <laughs> see something like that. Yeah, I, I can see it. Also, here first. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. I think I think I think our buddy Armando agrees with you as well. He says all Nagy's ego. He has to be involved with the play calling, which he is horrible at. So, <laughs> you know, no, no, no love lost there. But I mean, look, it's going to be very interesting. Like, like you said, so, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like um, you know, I'm kind of like in the mindset that the Bears will probably get blown out. I'm already kind of in that mindset, so. <laughs> you know, if they look, hey, I'm look, I'm from look, I'm not from Missouri, but I'm kind of like doing the, the old prove it mode, show me mode, yeah, show me that yeah. you are a better, better team. Which you know, if if, if you know, the preseason was an indication, those couple last couple of preseason games, you know, especially you know, with mm-hmm. some like the first stringers, but I, I don't see it. But hey, you know what? Prove me wrong. Hey, I'll be happy to be wrong, but I'm not really seeing it. You're listening to hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. That maybe that's Mad Naked calling. That's for that might be. <laughs> we'll talk to you after the show. You listen to hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid McKinnon with you as we get you set for Bears Rams for Sunday night season opener, which takes place on Sunday at seven twenty p.m. on NBC Peacock app. McKenna, let's go to the defensive side of the ball for the Rams. Uh, we we all know what Aaron Donald did last year with a couple of sacks on that Monday night football win against the Bears. I can see him not having as big an impact in terms of the stats, but I can see someone that defensive line, perhaps Leonard Floyd, former Bear, as we mentioned in our last segment, having a big game. That that's more realistic. I'm not saying Aaron Donald should be ignored. Obviously, he won't be, but I want to see how the Bears' offensive line, which we all know is still banked up, still trying to figure themselves out. How much will they double team, Mister Mister um, Donald, and uh, how fast will Linebacker Leonard Floyd get off the ball and perhaps harass Andy Dalton. Yeah, I mean it's sort of you. Know, and, and look, I think you know. Yes, you can go ahead and you know you try triple teaming him. I don't think that's going to make a difference. <laughs> Aaron Donald, I mean, he's just a <laughs> massive, massive man. Uh, but look, I think you know it opens the door for Floyd. You know, it opens the door for Kenny Young, who actually had a good year last year for them. Mm-hmm. And and also look there and also Darius Williams. I mean. Those aren't those aren't really like you know a bunch of you know nobodies. Those are actually a pretty decent. You know the Rams defense was number one last year overall. So yes. I think it, these are the, the guys I mentioned. You know, show you why. We look. We haven't even talked about Jalen Ramsey and that matchup with Allen Robbins. That's going to be a very mm-hmm. interesting too. Also yes. Jordan Fuller. Also Jordan Fuller too. Kyle's brother. I think. You know that's good. He's probably <laughs> be a factor too as well. He's actually he's actually not a bad secondary guy either. So mm-hmm. it'll be like I said, it's gonna be very interesting that how that how that Bears O line matches up with that front seven because uh, good luck, good luck. You know, Jason Peters. You know, at thirty nine, 
I, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone. You know, our buddy Tuan mentioned that as a Bears fan, you know, any Bears fans who want Fields to start, there's no way you put that man out there against that Rams defense, but you can't throw Fields out there with that wishy-washy O-line. So We've been in there for the last couple of weeks, so uh, uh, we're right there with you, uh, Mr. Showtime Ward. Uh, speaking of that Jalen Ramsey-Allen Robinson matchup, I was going to bring that up because and we talked about this with Lester in our last segment. Who's going to step up number two wide receiver position? Is it Darnell Mooney? Is it Marquise Goodwin? Is it, uh, I believe, Jacoby Myers, who we picked up from New England? Who's going yeah. to be that number two wide receiver? Who's going to have the biggest game? And number two, let's keep in mind, Lakina, the Bears on the goal line, off, they've still been in the middle of the pack at best the last couple of years. They can't run the ball in consistently from the five-yard no. line and in. So what's going to be the biggest key, I believe, next to the number two wide receiver position? Yeah. Who's going to be the number one tight end? Will it be Jimmy Graham? Will they finally use Cole Clement, the now second-year tight end out of Notre Dame? Or what about uh, James, who he picked up from Pittsburgh? So uh, I want to see how the tight ends will be utilized in his offense as well, especially if and when we get to the goal line situation. Yeah, I mean, the old Jimmy Graham, will, will we see him? I mean, that's – Jesse James, thing. I should say, for the, the third tight end. Yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, are we going to see any of those guys? There's like They have like about 12 of them on the roster, so are we going to yeah. you know, go back and forth? I mean – Look, I mean, I think they have more ties than anybody the Bears do. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting, though. Also, too, you know, Jameda Fetty, I mean, you know, going after, you know, is he going to be a factor, you know, in that off in that, uh, O-line, too? I mean, look, there's so many – there's too many, like, you know, question marks in this game for the Bears. You know, you already got, you know, a lot of defensive guys are banged up, you know, with Goldman and, you know, Mack and Quinn. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know where he is half the time anyway, so – <laughs> but uh, but uh, look, it's a truth. But yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, it, it's sort of like we'll just wait and see. Maybe they may surprise some people, but they may not. I don't know. But it's it's just I'm I'm, I'm like I said, I'm in the mindset where this is going to be. A, I don't think it will be, but I'm kind of in that mindset where it might end up being a blowout. You may not be wrong, Lakina, as we said on our last show. When, lose, or draw this bear season will be interesting. There will be something to talk about every week. So we'll, we'll see what happens on on Sunday night. Uh, if you ha- have this comment on your, on the screen, Lakina, I apologize, but it just popped up on my screen. Uh, Antoine asked us, do you think the tight end position group is more talented than the Bears wide receiver group overall? I'll start this one off. Um, for for the depth position, I believe so. The question is, will head coach Matt Nagy use them in the correct way? As I mentioned, when you get down to, especially in the red zone from the 20-yard line to end, will you use the tight ends more? Well, I believe Jimmy Graham led uh, the tight ends, uh, Bears tight ends and touchdown catches last yeah. year. I believe it was six or seven. Cole Clement, I believe he still has talent. He has talent, but uh, they didn't utilize him as much last year, especially down the Home stretch uh, uh, gearing towards playoffs. So, as of right now, I believe that that group is better than the wide receivers on this roster slightly, but I believe they're better. Right yeah, because there's so many of because there's so there's so many of them. That's probably why yeah, they're talented. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got veterans like you know Jimmy Graham and Jesse James. You got I think Cole Komet could be can be right up there with a good with one of the top mm-hmm. tight is, but they got to utilize them better. That's just yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there because I, I just don't. He wasn't utilized enough last year and. He had a couple of mm-hmm. touchdowns, but you know that just it just wasn't used, utilized enough. So I don't know what the scheme is, but we'll just have to wait and see if he's actually will actually be used more this mm-hmm. season. All right, Sid. Let's talk. Let's talk about our divisional picks 
because we didn't get a chance to do our divisional previews to go because of the all traditioning and stuff. So what about mm-hmm. our divisional picks? All right, let's start with the NFC. I'll go first for his divisions. In the NFC East, I'll go with the Cowboys, despite what happened last night. In the NFC North, I'm going with the Vikings. In the NFC South, I'm going with the Buccaneers. In the NFC West, I had a tough one, but for for a lack of better judgment, I'm going with the Rams, but it's not going to be easy. As we said before on the show, they're going to be, be all four of those teams in the NFC West going to eat each other up all season long. So I believe the Rams will be the ones coming up on top. So my division winners again, Cowboys, Vikings, Buccaneers, and Rams. Okay. I agree with you on a couple of those. I got the Rams winning the West. I got I also got the Bucks winning the South. I actually okay. have Washington. I have Washington actually winning the East. Although, look, you can put all four teams' names on that in a half from the NFC East, and, you know, you'll end up probably – you might end up being right. So the, the wild card for me will be Ryan Fitzpatrick. If he kind of be sort of like that Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, that, and we got, we got Taylor Heineke in, in the back end in case, you know, Fitzpatrick, you know, that Fitz magic kind of goes off really quick, you know, you know wars off. But that I, I feel like Washington sort of like has like the talent there, and you got Ron Rivera to kind of – you know, getting those ingredients and cooking. So I, that's why I have mm-hmm. them winning the division. Um, for the wild card, I guess my better judgment, I actually have all, you know, actually have all in all the NFC West teams going to the playoffs. I got the Seahawks and 49ers. <laughs> I, I thought, look, I thought about putting Atlanta because Atlanta ha- is that sort of like that, you know, that trendy pick for some people because they had a lot of heartbreaking losses last, like two, mm-hmm. like three or four heartbreaking losses last year. But I kind of feel like you know they got a new coaching staff. I don't think they're there yet, but you know we'll we'll see. So that those are my NFC P- NFC picks. Uh, did you get your pick out for the NFC North? Who's your division Packers. winner? Packers. That's, okay. That's the Packers. Okay, so your your division. So your playoff teams one more time for the folks for the folks in the back, as we say. Packers, Bucks, Washington, and Los Angeles Rams. Okay, and, and your wild card team. My wild card is like basically the rest of the NFC West. <laughs> okay, my wild card teams are as follows: the Green Bay Packers, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Atlanta Falcons. So okay. one more game, as you kids would say, my three <laughs> NFC wild card teams: the Atlanta Falcons, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Okay, I can look. I I can see all those teams. Like I said, I mean, they'll you know, they're like two of those you know, NFC West teams probably won't make it in the playoffs. But yeah, again, we'll watch have to out, wait and see. Yeah, watch out for the Atlanta schedule, and yes. if Matt Ryan stays healthy, uh, that team can do some big things. Also, too, their defense. If it, if uh, all it has to do is be middle of the road, and they'll be okay. Like I said, this, their schedule this year favors them a lot. Yeah, and I think that's probably that's probably why I think folks are picking you know the Falcons you know to kind of mm-hmm. perhaps maybe compete for one of the wild card spot is the fact that their schedule is outside of you know their own division, but it's mm-hmm. going to be you know it's going to be you know pretty difficult. They got you know Calvin Calvin really will probably have to will have to be like the number one guy now with Julio Jones yeah. gone. Their defense is you know not the best. They got they got you got Dante Fowler Jr. AJ Terrell, but you know it's. We'll, we'll see if they can just be middle of the road. They can probably they may they may mm-hmm. be able to do some damage. Who knows? But I can see why if you look at their schedule. But so mm-hmm. 
We'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Antoine Ward again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can post that up, but Kina, he said that someone finally agrees with, agrees with him as far as the Falcons. He says he has Atlanta at eleven to six, um, uh, making the playoffs. So me, you're on the same happen? page, brother. So yeah, so you know, this is the NFL. Anything can happen. So which can uh, happen? Exactly, exactly. So it's not too far out of the question. Now let's go over to FC Lakina. Let's get your four division winners first. Okay, I had to readjust this because of you know, because of all the injuries in Baltimore, I'm losing mm-hmm. you know, all the running backs, and also now Marcus Peters to just what the heck's going on over there in Baltimore. But I, I have the Browns, right? I mean, I have the Browns winning the North. I have the Colts. I'm loyal to the Colts. Win the South. I have the Bills coming out of the East and the Chiefs coming out of the West. I'm different with you, Lakina, uh, with uh, with the AFC South. I have the Titans win the South. I'm not really confident in that pick, but I think I, I, I think they'll have enough to hang on. Just for the Colts, Carson Wentz, he does upgrade them at quarterback, but mm-hmm. I just don't trust him to stay healthy for the for the whole year. I like they have coach Frank Wright. And like you said, they have a top five defense. You talked about them last year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Carson Wentz can stay healthy. They may be a playoff team or not. I'll tell you guys in a second. But I just don't like to trust him to be healthy enough to win that division. So I have – the only thing I disagree with you on is uh, the uh, the AFC South. I, I do have the Titans win that division. But the, your other three picks I agree with you on. Okay, cool. Actually, I have the Titans as one of my wild card teams in the AFC, actually. So, okay, okay. Yeah, I have them and I have the Chargers, you know, our buddy Spiro Ditas, you know, who was a preseason voice of the Chargers for, you know, CB- CBS and Turner for you. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched that interview, you know, go down and watch it on the YouTube and the Facebook pages for Sports on Chicago. I have the Char- you know, Titans, the Chargers, and the Ravens. I actually had it, had it flipped. I still think the Ravens have enough talent there. I mean, they got Le'Veon Bell. They signed also too. They they you know they just signed Ladavius Le- Murray. I think they can kind of keep everything. And they can avoid you know, any more injuries. You know, that, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they I think they can win uh, sneak in there and get a wild card spot. So one more time mm-hmm. for the folks in the back, my AFC wild card picks: Chargers, Ravens, <laughs> and Titans. Not not as necessarily in that order, but those are like my three wild card teams. This was a tough one for me. Uh, I'm going with Chargers, Baltimore, and my surprise pick, the Denver Broncos. That's right. I'm not so, not I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, as we said before, if you're in year three of a of a head coaching job in the National Football League, you didn't win your first two years. Year three a tough one uh, will be a tough one if you don't get off to a good start. So that's what that's what's facing head coach Vic Venture out there in Denver. So um, one more game, as the kids would say, my three wild card teams: Denver, Baltimore, and the Los Angeles Chargers. So I picked the Chargers to go to the playoffs last year. That didn't happen, but I think they knock on the door and bust bust it through this year to get in as a wild card. Yeah, and also they have a like they have a pretty favorable schedule too, like the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So I, I think. Yeah, I think I can definitely see that, and I think that's also another trendy pick for folks to win the uh, to get one of the AFC wild card spots. So one more time, you know, said for the people and the uh, folks who didn't hear, uh, my division winners for the AFC: Buffalo, Tennessee, Cleveland, mm-hmm. and Kansas City. My three wild card teams is Denver, Baltimore, and the LA Chargers. All right, so Super Bowl Fifty Six picks. Uh, Again, I'm going by my don't take this at face value. I have, 
I have one of the I want I have one of the LA teams, you know, hosting, you know, if you will, at SoFi. Mm-hmm. I got the Rams and I got the Bills and I have actually have the Bills being the Rams. Actually, I'm doing a shrug emoji. There, yeah. <laughs> See, that's one thing for me. I didn't make my Super Bowl pick before we started broadcasting today, so I had to do this on the fly. But maybe it'll be right and be wrong. But like, like you said, like getting burned the tape in the NFC <laughs> at Pitts last year, but they fell in the wild card round, so I don't think it will be them. It won't be the Packers, so no. Uh. <laughs> 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 As the kids will say, I'm not capping, folks. So I'm just going through it here. Do, do all my picks of the teams. Um, I don't see the Buccaneers. Uh, it's hard to repeat. Not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be very hard for them this year. Even though they return all 22 their starters, I hate to say it. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I'm going with the Cowboys out of the NFC and the AFC. I will have to go with Kansas City. And I oh, think Kansas okay. City will hoist, hoist up the trophy. They'll, I think they'll be motivated by what happened last year. Of course, injuries bit them in the butt, especially in the office of mine. Uh, Patrick Holmes will be on the mission this year. And so I expect Kansas City to bounce back. So I got Cowboys and Chiefs in the Super Bowl in Los Angeles for, Super, for the 56th edition of the NFL's championship game. And the Kansas City Chiefs will hoist the trophy for the second time in the Patrick Mahomes era. Okay. Ah, oh, gosh. That's, that's, <laughs> well, don't worry, folks. We'll we'll revisit them during the off season. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be very interesting. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So you know, real quick before we go to break, those are all your picks. You know, feel free to, uh, you know, burn the tape and look. We'll we'll look if 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 the Cowboys end up sticking, we'll let we'll let Sid we'll get Sid another shot. We'll give him a mulligan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh yeah real real quick though let's you know we'll, we'll talk about our uh college you know a little bit of college football real quick mm-hmm. yeah we're going to week two so really good matchups you got you know they're actually a, a, a decent one tonight you got kansas fresh off of store in the field you know after their resounding win over south dakota the jackrabbits of the fcs uh they play uh number 17 coastal carolina you know, Coastal Carolina is one of those teams that, you know, definitely, you know, be one of those New Year's Six teams. They got a lot of the guys back from last year. So that should be a fun one. Illinois fresh out their loss to UT San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, they, 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 yeah, I know. Uh, well, that's actually a pretty decent uh, program they got going on there just outside uh, of tech of uh, right there in San Antonio. But yeah, uh, they play Virginia. Virginia's kind of going to like a, like I would say a rebuild. You know, for Virginia, but you know that should be a, a fun one. Oregon, Ohio State, that should be a that's a big new kickoff game on Fox. So that should. I'm be. looking forward to that one. Oregon better bring their offense, especially uh, passive wise. I I know that the timing, uh, their body class are going to be different because that's eleven o'clock game yes. our time, nine a.m. West Coast time. But Oregon better jump out on the Buckeyes early, especially in the passing game. If not, it's going to be a long day. Oh yeah, very long. Um. Uh, Florida, South Florida. I mean, that's a that's a new game on ABC. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Georgia fresh off their upset win over Clemson. You know, if you want to call it upset, they they have a, a pretty good UAB team. You got A and M, Texas A M going against Colorado. Uh oh oh, the Battle of Iowa. That should be a fun one. Game mm-hmm. is going to be there tomorrow. You got Iowa and Iowa State top ten. I think this is like that. It's just the second time that both these teams have been in the top ten. Facing each other, this is like the second or third time that's happened, so 
That's going to be at 3.30 special time there on ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Here was a long list. Uh, Texas, Arkansas, an old Southwest Conference matchup from way back when. Some of you might not mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. That should be a fun one. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it. I mean, unless you got a couple of matchups. You know, Utah and BYU, those, that's always a fun matchups mm-hmm. between those two in-state rivals. Utah and uh, uh, Stanford and USC, uh, you know, Van Arizona State. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much your, some, of your top, some of your top games in college football. Yeah, did you mention, well, Northwestern lost um... – Michigan State, yeah. to, to Michigan State. I don't know if they played this week. I don't have the schedule in front of me. I they think do, they played this week. I don't know who, who they play, but um, Indiana, State. Say, Indiana State, they should be able to get back on track. So they should be one-on-one by the time we get back here on Monday. Uh, did you mention Washington and Michigan State from the big house in prime time? I was just I was just going to mention that too. Washington's going yeah. to come off a loss to Montana. I'm looking forward to that because for Michigan, you know, I'm hard on Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. Let's see if they can run the ball with some consistency in. Let's see if they, if they can bring the paint on defense. Yeah, that should be a fun one. Old, old rivals from the uh, Rose Bowl. You know, if they, they've had a couple of uh, matches. Also, too, like I said, <laughs> Washington's not going to be in a very good mood because they lost to Montana at home. So that's <laughs> safe to say they won't be in a very good mood. But that should be that should be a fun one. I know um, Michigan lost one of their top, um, their top uh, wa- uh, receivers. Uh, Kenny Bell due to injury, so that's gonna be uh that's a that's a big loss for them. But we'll see how we'll see how they can match up against Washington. You know, two old rivals, you know, getting together. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I'm sure Ann Arbor is gonna the big house is gonna be rocking in Ann Arbor. Yes, they went under the All right, no doubt about it. Okay, Sid. So we're gonna start our 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 week our weekly picks, Sid. Yay! <laughs> We're gonna have a have a good friend of ours join us today for some of these picks. Also, too, one of our other good friends will be doing the picks with us as well. So, we'll be right back. Second City Sports on Sports Show Chicago. Stay right there. We'll be back with more. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shut out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash. 
Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Second City Sports, hashtag Football Friday, baby, on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakita McGee. I am Sydney Brown. It's time for our Pinskin Pick'em for the NFL, a.k.a. Beat Sid. I won this contest for the last three consecutive seasons. And joining us right now, she's going to hang out with us all season long, perhaps throughout the playoffs and Super Bowl. Good friend of the show, Chicago's Yay. very own, and our homegirl from KR, KXRB Radio in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Christine Monica. Christine, Yay. welcome to our show. It's nice to have you on a full-time basis for this football season. Hey, you know what? I'm excited. Can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is exciting, and I'm I'm very happy to be part of it this season. Uh, yeah. No, like, you know, let's kick let's kick it off. All right, let's get right to it, guys. Okay, our first the first noon game coming off the bat. We got Jags and Texans. Chrissy, I'll start uh, with you. You're gonna start with me first. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So you go. Say <laughs> so you go first. So first, go first. Then. You go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now she's calling it audible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we all knew. Yeah. So we all knew that Deshaun Watson is not going to play this season. Not a surprise. Tyrod Taylor is the starter for the Texans. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the long hair, uh, passion of the Christ guy with the hairstyle, will be coordinating <laughs> the, the the Jaguars. Urban Meyer will be making his head coaching debut in the pros. I believe that line's at a two uh, two point favor two for the half. Jaguars. Yeah. Of course, yeah, we don't do yeah. point spreads on this show. We just pick out winners. Uh, I believe Jacksonville can have a surprising start looking at their early part of their schedule. I think they'll, they'll start off on the right note. I'm going with, the, uh, with Jacksonville on the road. Christine? You know, this one was tough when I was researching it. I, I was kind of I, – I have all my notes here about <laughs> what, what, I, what I think. It's Smart girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, right. So it's going to be a close game. You, like you said, you got the the savior for Jacksonville. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a close game. However, I don't think I think Lawrence could be a little bit nervous. I mean, he's done this before, being on being in front of front of center and whatnot. So I'm I'm going to go with Houston for this one. It will be close, but I'm going to say Houston. Oh gosh! Okay. Oh boy, a tough one there. This is a, this is one of those coin flip games, I think, because yeah. this could go either way. The AFC staff, you know, those two teams have their have definitely had to had their battles. But I I guess I'm going to pick Jacksonville just because I don't know what to think about the Texans. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, like you guys said, is starting. So I I think Trevor Lawrence has a nice you know showing in his debut. So I'll say the Jags, but it's going to be a very 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 close one. Yeah. All right, Christy, you can start with this one. Our buddy Spiro Diaz from CBS Sports will actually be calling this game with with uh, new with uh, Jay Feely. Uh, you got the Los Angeles Chargers and Washington. Ooh, okay, this is one that I had circled, saying, well, "Which one do you want? Which one do you think could 
could actually, you know, pull this one out. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Chargers for this one. Again, it's going to be another very close game, and they have a lot of – both teams have a lot of potential. But I, I think the Chargers are going to do something this year. So I'm, I'm going to go say Chargers. I'll, I'll go with the Los Angeles Chargers. I believe they have a little bit more better offensive talent. I don't know running back Austin Eckler for the Chargers is, uh, yeah. uh, was limited in practice the last couple of days with a hamstring. But I like Washington's defense. I know they shot the world last year by defeating the Philadelphia Eagles on opening day. Uh, I just don't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know he gets off to a hot streak every year, but <laughs> I don't know if I could trust him on, on this team. So I'm going with the Chargers, but it's not an easy pick, uh, pick either way. I know the Chargers are favored by a couple points on the road, but uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the as we call them the San Diego's of Los Angeles on this show. <laughs> <laughs> the Los Angeles, yeah. So that's the Los Angeles Chargers of Orange County, that's what we, or so, so California Chargers, I guess. I'll pick the right. I mean, I'll pick the Chargers as well. I mean, I like. I yes, I know I picked Washington to win the division just a couple minutes ago. I know, folks, but I, I just think the Chargers. Are, <laughs> I think they're just a better team. I know we're we're talking about you know. Uh, West Coast team going out east playing a new game, but I just think that the, the Chargers, the talent is a lot better with the with the Chargers. I just think that it'll be a close one, though, but I think the Chargers pull away late. Okay, an interesting one here. You got an inter uh, conference matchup here. You got the Seahawks and the Colts. Sid, you start this one. I've been going back and forth all week. <laughs> initially when, yeah, initially when this line came out, I believe, uh, um, uh, I forgot what the line is, but it doesn't matter. But uh, the Colts were a slight favorite. I believe they are a two-point favorite now. But I just got this sneaky feeling that Seattle is going to make a couple plays down the stretch and Russell Wilson is going to have a lot to say about it. And the Colts, uh, I know they got wins, but I just don't trust them health-wise. So I'm going with Russell Wilson on the road. This technically will be an upset in terms of the spread. If Seattle wins, it's not, it's not going to be an upset. So I'm going with the Seahawks. Christine? I got to go with the Seahawks, too. Historically, historically, Wilson has always had an explosive first half of the season. But then slowly but surely, he kind of, you know, kind of goes on the decline a little bit. And – Knowing the type of player that Carson Wentz is, now he's coming off of yet another injury. Mm -hmm. I, it doesn't look promising for the Colts this season, so I'm going to say Seattle. Talk that talk, Christine. We love it. <laughs> look, I'm, look I'm going, again, I'm going against my own. I picked the Colts to win the AFC South, but apparently I have them losing this game. So I just say, again, you got again, you got a team traveling across the country to play in a new game. But I, like I said, I think I think Russell Wilson's on a mission. I, I think he, I, I feel that way. So again, Wentz is sort of iffy. I don't know what we're gonna get from him. So I, I guess I'll. I don't know what you're gonna get from him. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I love it. Well, exactly. That's true. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the Seahawks, too. Another sweep. <laughs> All right. Here we got the Jets and the Carolina Panthers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sam yeah, Donald versus Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I, I'll start this one, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Panthers just because they're at home. I don't look, look, the Jets have had a lot of it, the one, some of these are players they do have. They lost a lot of their guys for the year, you know, and some of them are on IR. So I would do with the Panthers by default. I think Matt Rule kind of has 
they're you know those guys kind of like buying in. So I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think Carolina is gonna have some fits for folks. So I'm I'm picking Carolina. Maybe I guess I'm at my better judgment. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold's uh, best moment of the season will occur on Sunday. This is the revenge game, <laughs> and like you said, we keep it at home. That's the only reason why I'm I'm picking uh, uh, the Panthers. I, they are they are the better team. Maybe that that they're much better than everybody else, but they're be, they're better than the Jets on paper. So Sam Darnold, he'll have his best game of the year, guarantee it. So I'm going with the Panthers at home. I'm gonna go with everybody else here and say the Panthers, just because again it's a home game. It's gonna be another close one. They they really haven't been relevant. Both of these teams really haven't been relevant for a while. So it would be nice to at least see somewhat of an improvement from both sides, but just because home field advantage, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree on that now. Another interesting matchup here, you got the Vikings and the Bengals. This one. So I'm gonna go say the Bengals just because I am against the Vikings 100, but just because I want to see <laughs> Joe Burrow literally explode. You know, he's just coming off of that horrible injury his first season, and he's he's hungry. So I want to see him literally come out guns blazing. So I'm gonna go Bengals. I don't know what the line is now, but when I saw the line, remember, Lakina, we talked about this on our last show, uh, when the line came out about the Vikings, I didn't like that yeah. line when it first came out a couple months ago. Christine stole my paper. I'm still going with the Bengals. And let's not forget for <laughs> Minnesota, <laughs> and let's not forget to, um, uh, like I said, we're, we're not a political show. This is not me depressed, but let, let's not forget uh, Kirk Cousins uh, with his stance on the vaccinations. Uh, vaccination or not being vaccinated, that's going to play a part in it as well. I know that uh, athletes are supposed to block all this stuff out when they go out on the field, but don't forget that that's going to play a part of it in it as well. Now, as far as on the field, Cincinnati, as you mentioned, uh, Christine, Joe Burrow, I believe, is going to have a good year. Uh, let's see if the offensive line can stay intact. Let's see if Joe Mixon can run the ball behind the offensive line as well. And, and watch out for uh, uh, for. But Higgins and for Higgins in that wide receiver, Cincinnati wide receiving core is very underrated. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. But uh, yeah, I'm picking Minnesota. I guess I'll step. I'll be the uh, the Lone Ranger here. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'll be I'm in my own own island, I guess. But yeah, look, I think it's gonna be a very close game. Um, look, I think it's gonna take a couple of games for for Bro to kind of kind of get back into that that groove that we saw in his rookie year, rookie year last year before he got hurt. Um, I think it's going to be one of those like, like grinded out games. So I'm thinking it's going to be a high scoring affair and I think the Vikings will pull it out. But again, I would be surprised if Cincy would beat it. I don't think it's going to, I think it'll be an upset, but I think, but I have Minnesota winning this one. All right. We got Arizona and Tennessee. Sid, you start this one. Uh, I got Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback in fantasy football. So I need him to have a, a, a big game. I know that's besides the point. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you mentioned another West Coast team in Arizona uh, going on the road to start the year. I don't think that's going to be too much of a factor. I think injuries is going to be a factor for the Cardinals. On the flip side for Tennessee, Derrick Henry is going to take some pressure off that passing game. Julio Jones is going to make his debut in a Titans uniform. I think this could be another sneaky high-scoring game. I'm going with the Titans at home. Christine. What about you, Christine? <laughs> I'm 
I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants, too. I've said this for a number of years. I think that they're a better team than, than what they were five years ago, Tennessee. And I I think maybe they can, they can go for another run this year, but it, it could be a close one, could be a blowout, so I'll go Tennessee. Oh, good grief. I don't look. I know I've been I've been lobbying for Arizona the last couple of years. I've been looking really bad. So I'm going to pick Tennessee. But if Arizona somehow wins this game, I'm going to look like an idiot. But that's OK. It's the story of my life. So it's a, it's fine. Don't pick them. Exactly. So I'm going <laughs> to. Exactly. So I'm going to I'm going to go with my instincts. I'm going to pick the Titans. I think I think Derrick Henry is definitely going to make kind of, I don't want to say miss me out of that Cardinals defense. You know, we'll see if J.J. Watkins, you know, can help slow them, slow them down, but it's going to be very tough for them, especially, you know, the West Coast factor as well. We'll see. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of another West Coast team, you have the 49ers and Detroit. I'll, I think we're going to save ourselves some time, but I'll pick, I'll pick the 49ers. That's it. Good night, everybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I agree. 49ers all the way. We all know that Detroit's in a rebuilding mode right now, especially yes. with Stafford going going to um, oh to the competitors of this weekend for the Bears, the Rams. So we know what he can do there. Who knows what what the Lions are going to look like without him? So I got to go 49ers. They have their own troubles, the 49ers right now too, but they're going to win over the Lions. Oh, baloney! When that line came out, Lakina, a couple months ago, I believe it's at eight points now. I believe between yes. seven and eight points, the 49ers yes. are the favorites. They may be the favorites, but everybody expects them from last year that to to snap a finger from two years ago. I don't see it. I know Detroit stinks. I get it, but this is opening day. Remember what happened last year against our Bears? DeAndre Swift dropped away from upsetting the Bears last year, and without fans up there in them. Wherever the hell they play in the Ford Field this year, you're going to yes. have fans there. No one, no one's counting the uh, the Lions to do anything this year. Dan Campbell, as we talked about, looking, he's holding his own comedy session. Looks like every day of the Detroit media. This is a perfect spot for that fans to go ahead and upset of the 49ers. As I said before, you see a couple of upsets in week one every year. This is going to be one of them. I do not like the 49ers. They're just like Chicago. They're waiting to put their favorite rookie quarterback in the lineup. I don't, I don't, it's going to be a close game, but I don't see the 49ers just turning on the Jets like that. This is a perfect spot for Detroit to pull off the upset. I'm, going, I'm putting them on the table. I'm going with the Lions. I felt that way all off season. I'm backing my claim up here. I'm going with Detroit. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> Actually, okay. I don't know that one, Sid. You might want to take that one back next week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, look, this should be a good one here in the AFC. You've got the Steelers and the Bills. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ben Roethlisberger's last ride. You know, in our last segment, Lakina, I did not pick the Steelers to go to the playoffs. Last year, they started off 11-0, an ugly, uh, ugly 11-0. Of course, they got exposed by the Browns in a home turf in last year's playoffs. Uh, Buffalo, they're a Super Bowl contending team. I expect them to run the ball heavily, and they're going to attack that Pittsburgh second day. Josh Allen is going to have a big day. Stephon Diggs is going to have a big day. I'm going with Buffalo in front of a full crowd big at home. It's definitely going to be Buffalo. The, the Steelers – they are not the same team what they were last year. Yeah, they had an amazing run. But you have to remember, too, there were a bunch of rookies on that team, and they were yes. just starting out this experience. 
now that they've they've had one season underneath their belt, who knows what they can be? Maybe they're going to start taking things a little bit more seriously. Like like Big Ben, I remember a couple of his interviews saying we're trying to get the veterans to talk to the younger guys and say, hey, this is when you need to focus. This is what we can do. And that was a lot just getting that huge today. Maybe that could, you know, boost up some sort of energy in the locker room. But you know what? It's Buffalo's time finally with Josh Allen leading the way. So I'm going to go I'm I'm with you guys. I think Buffalo is prime. You know, they I think they got a taste of you know almost making the Super Bowl last year, but yeah. So I I think you know Allen's gonna have a big year. I think Diggs is gonna have a have a big year. That defense, you know, I think they feel like they kind of sort of let you know that game against that playoff game against the Chiefs slip away. So it all starts from the day on Sunday, I should say. So I'm picking Buffalo. I I just think that they're they're ready to go. Okay, start you know, the, the Battle of the Bird teams, if you will. You got the Eagles and the Falcons. <laughs> In the debut of, uh, of Fox's new uh, number two crew, Kevin Burkhart and one-time former Bear Greg Olson. Yeah, should be a fun one. They got a really good one here. Um, uh, the Eagles are sort of like, you know, that – they're kind of at that team that no one really knows what to expect. I mean, mm-hmm. is Hurts going to be the guy? I mean, I know they traded for Minshew. They got some other stuff going on. Look, I, I just – I know Atlanta's kind of like the trendy pick for a lot of people. So, I think they just missed making the playoffs. So, Atlanta, I should – I'm talking about. So, I think Atlanta – I think if Matt Ryan can kind of stay healthy, I know they don't have Jones out there anymore, but they got Calvin really. He's going to be the guy now in the on the wide receiving core. So, I'm picking Atlanta, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be one of those like really like you know don't be surprised if it's a low scoring game too actually. Yeah, I, I was going to say it will be a close game, but what you said about basically everyone gonna go in, going to go for Atlanta that's what I'm doing. I I just gotta go for Atlanta for this week because you don't know what the Eagles are going to do, but you know I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles pull off this one either. But for now, it's Atlanta for me. I'm going with the Dirty Birds, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, you got caught off guard. All right, we're doing our NFL Week One picks here on Second City Sports on Sports Show Chicago with our buddy Christine Manika from KXRB in South Dakota. Now. The for first of the three twenty-five games, you got the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Probably one of the games of the week. I'm torn. Can't. You want to know? You want yeah. to know why I'm torn? Because Baker is my QB for fantasy. <laughs> ah. ah, that's fine. I, I, I need Baker to play well against Mahomes. However, I know you cannot call Mahomes out. So. I gotta go with Kansas City. As much as it pains me, we all know what Mahomes can do. We all know yes. what Mahomes' players can do. So yeah, Kansas City. But please, God, Baker win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the chefs. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm making it unanimous. Yeah, as I'm going with Kansas City as well. I just think that, like you said, said you know, in a previous segment, you know, I think Patrick Mahomes kind of feels like he should have won back-to-back Super Bowls. So I think he's kind of like on a mission. They got, you know, they're the, hopefully their O line can stay healthy. That was sort of like the the turn the last couple of weeks of the season, yeah. but. I think Kansas City, I think they want to – they're going to try to kind of get back into it. It'll start on Sunday against the Browns. 
Another, Tom another Brady thing. will teach him a lesson too again. Yeah, well, <laughs> people are saying it'll be a rematch, so again, we'll see about that. But uh, this next one here should be another good one. You got Packers and Saints. Oof. Yeah, that yeah. game will be in Jacksonville due to Hurricane Ida, yes. so that'll be a home game. Saints, uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah. That's our good friend, Kenneth Davis. A uh, new host for the Under Center podcast for the Chicago Bears for NBC Sports Chicago. He calls Jameis Winston googly eyes. So I think googly eyes will play well. But I don't think it's going to be well enough. Uh, the injury to their star wide receiver, Michael Thomas, he's going to be yeah. missed at least the first month of the season. Everything's going to be stacked on running back Alvin Kamara. Uh, the Packers, this is Aaron Rodgers' last ride. Yes, I said it. Uh, the Green Bay is not that great, but they'll be great enough in this game to win on the road. I think the Saints are. Slightly favored, but I think the Packers will have enough to win. Yeah, the Saints are favored a little bit, but again, this is another close one. Both teams are going through some sort of a transition. You yeah. have Jameis Winston <laughs> on the Saints, who's just getting back into the swing of things. And then you have Aaron Rodgers. Not only is this, you know, quote, his last ride, but there was also stuff that happened offseason, too. So that only yeah. makes me wonder are his players going to trust him on the field after everything that's happened, you know, during this offseason? But again, it's Aaron Rodgers, so I got to go with the Packers. I think not having Michael Thomas there for at least half the season for the Saints, you know, mm-hmm. as good as I think, you know, I think James Woods will do a, a formidable job, but I just yeah. don't think it'll be enough to win. And look, they got a good defense, you know, with the, the Saints, you know, Cam Jordan, but I, I kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers, I think they want to still see, I think, I think they know the Packers, they know this is probably going to be like kind of the last dance with A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, I should say. So I'm thinking that the Packers will do just enough to win again. This is the rematch of the divisional playoffs. So I think the Packers will still win this game. Yeah. Should be a fun one. Uh, we got Broncos and the New York Giants. Yeah, shout out to Chicago's very own and current bully uh, voice, Adam and me. He's going to call this game for Fox. I'll be watching this one in its entirety via Makaputa. <laughs> Saquon, Barkley, Saquon Barkley will make his return after injuring his, uh, torn his, tearing his ACL here in Chicago last year in week two. And, of course, on the side, you have Teddy Bridgewater making his Broncos debut. I don't like the Giants this year, guys. Daniel Jones, he's supposed to be the answer. Well, we're all going to find that out this year, whether he's the answer to a quarterback or not. I trust Denver on the on the other side. They have a better defense, even though Von Miller is getting up there in age. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he doesn't have to do a lot, but he's just got to do enough and be consistent to win. The Broncos are a better team going with Denver on the road. Yeah, I'm going to go with Denver, too. It's it's Bridgewater's time. He's ready. I, I remember when he first came out, and he was with Minnesota, and I thought, God, he's going to be good. This is what's going to kill us, essentially. But then he, he moved on from there and, and unfortunately had that injury. But now he's ready. He's hungry. I, I've said that a lot when I'm on with you guys, that these players are hungry. And I can sense that with Bridgewater. So I'm going to go Denver. Yeah, I think in Denver, too. I mean, this will be a 325 game, so you don't have to worry about them playing in the noon game. The Giants, I really don't know what to think of the Giants. I don't. I don't. And I know Barkley's probably going to be, you know, clear to play. So, but I still know how it's going to probably take a few games before we can kind of see that Saquon Barkley we saw last year before he got hurt. So, I'm picking Denver because their defense is going to be one of those 6-3, kind of games. I think that's going to be the game right there. All right. Was that, uh, was that giant GM Wayne Gettleman calling you? <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's He's a great right now. He looked at, 
You have the very, like, a very, like, professional yet very stern uh, message just now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, kidding, folks. Just kidding. Uh, dolphins and Patriots. Uh, okay. I didn't pick either of these. Is this, can I say this? I'm a draw. Like, I, I don't know who to pick. Just because you have Tua, right, who has been very clutch for Miami. Then you got Mac Jones, who's just kind of being thrown into this, but they have the confidence in him to have him start. If they didn't have the confidence in him, I don't think they would have gotten rid of Cam Newton. Like, I, I really don't. Mm. But, I, I don't know. Can, can I just say I, I'm torn? It's a draw for me. I don't know who's going to win this, but if I had to choose, it would be Miami probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can see. Actually, that's who I'm picking. I'm picking Miami too. I yeah. look. I know the Patriots are like that trendy pick. You know, people think that we're gonna be one of the wild card teams. I don't see it. I mean, yeah. Stephon Gilbert's still gonna be out for a while, so that's another thing that you know the Patriots have to worry about. You don't know how Matt Jones is gonna look. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his team now. Um, that Dolphins team is actually pretty decent. Yeah. So. I'm sure I'm sure Brian Flores will be you'll be attacking him and gonna go right to him. So I'm picking the Dolphins. I know someone say it will be a kind of a quote unquote upset, but that's who I'm picking. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Ah oh, damn! <laughs> I guess I have to jump on the bandwagon with you guys to go with Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, look, there's, there's always enough room in the bandwagon, Sid. Okay, uh, here's... I'm going, here's, I'm going against Bill Belichick. <laughs> oh, good lord. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got the Ravens and the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders in, on Monday night. Ooh, that would be a good game, number one, just because I think this is our first look at the Raiders stadium. Yep. Yeah, with, yep. with fans. Yeah, yep. with fans. So, I don't know, everyone's saying Baltimore, but just because of that new atmosphere in the stadium, in a brand new stadium, I got to go with the Raiders. I can see Christine, that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Christine, so my parent, but I had this pick before you came on, first of all. And number two, I had this pick before the injuries that we learned about yesterday with the Baltimore yeah. Ravens at the running back in a defensive back position. So I'm going with the Raiders. It's not going to be a blowout because you still got that bad man, uh, Lamar Jackson, on the flip side for Baltimore. But I'm going with the Raiders in an upset. Which, by the way, did you see his hair the other day? How does it fit yes. in the velvet? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. The press conference, I'm like, that's not Jackson. And then I'm like, where do you get that hair <laughs> from? Yes, the, the hair is throwing everybody <laughs> off. But, uh... Uh, you know, oh, good. I'm back and forth on this one. You know, even before the injuries, um, I, I, I guess I'll pick. I guess I'll pick the Rays. You know, I got the ball. I got Baltimore going to the wild card. But I think, like you guys said, new stadium is going to have fans. The atmosphere is going to be there. I think you know, the Rays will do. The Derrick Carr won't have to do too much. So I think he'll do just enough to help win this game for the Raiders. I just think that it, it'll be a good game, you know, regardless. So you also get to see the debut of you know, Eli and Peyton, you know, on their the simulcast on ESPN too. If you don't want to do the traditional one, so that should be a fun one. <laughs> right? That should be a traditional one. That should be a fun one. Um, all right, last but not least, it's Sunday night. We got the Bears and the Rams. Sid, you go first. I'm gonna be uh, Santa Claus right here. The Rams will win the game, but the Bears will keep it close. I don't know what the line is. I believe it's seven points or six and a half. I don't know when you guys can check it. But, Six and a half. Okay. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. The Rams will win the game, but, but I feel better in picking the Bears will cover. The Bears will cover. I'm going to pick 
But the Bears will cover, but the Rams will win. You know, That's all not speaking once. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for Stanford going going to the Rams, I'd be, oh yeah, the Bears have this. But after everything with 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 the Bears and with what the Rams are going through too, we all know what Stafford can do. So it, it's got to be the Rams. We all know he's got the proper tools to get the job done. He didn't have that necessarily in Detroit, and now that he's got the whole the whole enchilada, he's gonna he's gonna do something with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Christine. I think he, fact that he, I think he sees that he doesn't have much time left. He's over 30 now, so I think he's now on with a really good team and a good offense. And the coach that will probably sort of use his, his talents, you know, for that offensive scheme he likes to run. So it's going to be close. I think the Bears will keep it close for a little bit, you know, with running the ball with Montgomery. But I think the Rams are the better team, so they'll end up winning it late. It'll probably end up, I'll say maybe like seven or eight, like maybe ten points or something, probably the most that they'll lose by the Bears will, but. Yeah, so it should it should it should be a fun one though. You know, hopefully they don't make fools of themselves like they did last year on those couple of night games. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and so of course the Bears had to go Sunday night, first game of the year. Of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so those are our picks for Week One of the NFL season. We may add some a few more few more people, you know, to make it even more fun. But Christine will be joining us every week about this time for all the all our picks and stuff so you can listen to her on kxrb is to, if you're not in sioux falls south dakota but she's just a really great girl you know chicago's very own doing big things up there in the dakotas and you know thank you so much christine you know where can people find you on the social media social media streets you know you can always find me at twitter my handle is right there on the screen i'm very active on facebook and yeah, you can also, if you want to listen to KXRV, always download the app that can be found in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Nice. Nice. Chrissy, thank you again so much. We'll see you next Friday. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Take care. Stay okay, safe. Bye. You too. Uh, All right, Ooh, Lakina, that was that, that Yes, that was fun. I'm ready for football to get started. I know we're up against it. Uh, it should be a fun, exciting uh, week one action in the National Football League. So uh, I'm getting ready to get my new laptop. Uh, I'm ready to have Red Zone with Scott Hansen uh, fired <laughs> up. So I'm going to have about two or three monitors um, uh, at once. And uh, thank goodness all this is happening right before the Bears game on Sunday night. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. You know, with the full week of football, you got the U.S. Open uh, finals mm -hmm. coming up on the men's and women's side. Uh, we're going to have some history making, you know, on the women's side. You got two teenagers, uh, Renescu and Fernandez, you know, both you know, from countries that have – well, actually, they actually uh, – someone just won from Canada, Fernandez from Canada, but also, too, mm -hmm. Renescu. I mean, it'll be the first time, I think, like, like almost four, over 40 years that a bridge won't win, win the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. So, and hopefully on the men's side, hopefully Djokovic can – Hopefully Djokovic can get that career slam. I think mm -hmm. that'll be that should be a fun one as well. So, yeah, it's gonna be an exciting game. It's gonna be a very exciting uh, weekend of sports, yeah. you know. So, all right, on uh, with soccer too, of course. So, <laughs> on that note, you follow me at Keita McGee on the Twitter and at Keita McGee on the IG. You can follow your Shirley Sydney Brown on the Twitter and the IG. 
and the Twitter at CK80. Once again, it's CK80. That's S-I-D-K-I-0. S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0. And you can download the Sports Zone Chicago app uh, wherever you download your apps, whether it's the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure you download the app that says Sports Zone Chicago. And you can follow Sports Zone Chicago on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube pages as well. All social media platforms just uh, search for Sports Zone Chicago. There's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can listen to this podcast, Second City Sports, by searching on all podcast platforms at War or Anchor. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and our radio app. Make sure you type in that search engine box, W-A-R-R on Anchor. And speaking of War Media, you can follow those guys, our guys, at War Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. At W-A-R-R Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can listen to this show, Second City Sports, and watch it every Monday and every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on Sports Social Chicago. Every Monday and Friday right here on Sports Social Chicago from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And thank you very much for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell friends. Yo, great show. Yo, thank you, Tuan, for yo for the comments. Also, to Armando, I think he said he wants to yes. bring over rice. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That 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 the rice coming out with the mantos kind of threw me off, but you know, look, feel free to uh, you know, like if you want to, you know, jump in and you know, with the, with our picks, you know, you want to show your picks, you know, show them on the screen, you know, on Facebook or YouTube, and you know, it's right there, and you know, it's 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 fun, yeah, we do it for fun, we don't do it for prizes or anything like that, but maybe we will next year, but uh, you know, it's good. You know, it's great to have football back and also with full stadiums and such. Yes, there's going to be some, you know, restrictions and whatnot. But, you know, look, it's, it's nice to have things somewhat back to normal again. So it should be a fun season. All right. So for Sid, I'm Lakina. This is Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. And I'll just do it for a second because he's frozen right now. But till next time, holla.